and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, NHEs, that is non-human entities. I came across this article from back from November 24th, 2016 by Nick Redford. And uh, Nick Redford, he's a, pro- a prolific writer in the UFO field. And kind of an interesting cat, actually. And he starts off the article, he says, it's, it can be found on uh, mysteriousuniverse.org if you're interested. It says, uh, Marion Webster defines eschatology, I guess that's how you pronounce that, E-S-C-H-A-T-O-L-O-G-Y, as a branch of theology concerned with the final events in the history of the world or humankind, and as a belief concerning death the end of the world, or the ultimate destiny of humankind, specifically any of the various Christian doctrines concerning the second coming, the resurrection of the dead, or the last judgment. He goes on, In 1991, a Lincoln, Nebraska priest named Ray Boschk met with a pair of Department of Defense physicists They were working on a top-secret program to contact and even make deals with allegedly demonic things they termed non-human entities, or NHEs, and which presented themselves as ETs. Well, I don't know about you, but that sounds, sounds a little sketchy to me. It goes on. It says, Bush... Bush is a very strange, astrologically driven, astrology driven story that is told in my book, Final Events. That's Nick Redfern's book, Final Events. Bush's informants had their own views on not just what these entities were or are, namely demons masquerading as aliens, but also on what they thought might be looming large. Much of it was of an astrological nature, Bush says of his DOD sources. That's Department of Defense. They didn't just think that this was a spiritual deception, but that it was possibly something leading to a final deception. And their view, which theologically I don't particularly hold, Redford says, they viewed things much more like that of and it has here, in brackets, Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins in the Left Behind book series. The Antichrist will appear. Then, we are fooled, and Armageddon will then be triggered. That seemed to be their personal feeling about the whole scenario. It goes on. Bloch, was his own, Bloch, Bloch has his own position on all of this. I it, quote, I tend to take the view... Unquote, he told me in a recorded interview in 2007 that many of the prophecies in the book of Revelation were fulfilled with Rome's destruction of Jerusalem. Orthodox Christianity teaches a physical return of Christ, but that is always considered to be the church's great hope. Christ's returning, a triumphant return. So from that point of view, the left-behind mentality that Armageddon is a terrible thing and that you want to push it off as long as possible, to me, doesn't really hold, at least in the historical sense. He continues, 
Christ's eventual return is the culmination of this age and this world. So it's not something to fear, it's something to be welcomed. But it was viewed by the Department of Defense and DOD like that as a final battle scenario. Their other big fear in this whole thing was, if you have these types of entities who will present themselves as extraterrestrial beings, how is that going to affect the spiritual outlook of the people? Will it sway people from a belief in Christ? Would it have that sort of a spiritual effect? And then there is Dan T. Smith, whose father, economist Dan Thrope Smith, the Treasury Department's number one tax advisor during the Eisenhower administration. Researcher Gary Beckham said of Dan T. Smith, his personal meetings have included former and present representatives of the U.S. government intelligence community and their political associates, like Chris Straub, a former of a former member of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Researcher Vince Johnson, who had the opportunity to speak with Smith about his ufological views and insider contacts, stated, According to Smith, UFOs are primarily a psychological, metaphysical phenomena, which are both preparing us and pressuring us to develop our own PSI abilities. Not that UFOs are a single type of entity. Smith asserts that there are powers and principalities at work, presumably supernatural entities like angels and demons. Unquote. Johnson added, quote, Smith reported that his governmental sources hinted at an astrological emergency when I asked why the CIA was interested in astrology. He replied that the ramifications of Eschaton event represented a serious threat to national security, and thus fell into the purview of the intelligence agencies. Smith also revealed that the astrological issues he raised related directly to the biblical prophecies of the book of Revelation. Redford goes on. Where do, I stand on, where do I stand on all of this? Well, as noted in Final Events, the story of the representatives of the group that Ray Bush met with amounted to their personal beliefs. Beliefs, however, are not facts. This is why in Final Events, and in, and in just about every radio interview I have taken part in on the book, I have distanced myself from endorsing the aliens are really demons scenario. Simply because it lacks evidence and it is reliant on belief and belief alone to support it. But do I think UFO phenomena is unlikely to be extraterrestrial? Yes, I do. Now that's interesting. This is Nick Redford. He's wrote a bunch of books off on UFOs. And I want you to listen to the question again. He says, but do I think the UFO phenomena is unlikely to be extraterrestrial. Yes, I do. Is it deceptive and manipulative? Yes. But that doesn't mean the entities in question are the hellish minions of the devil. All that this truly all that this story tells us is that quite a few people in the military, government, and the intelligence community do firmly believe that the UFO phenomena is demonic. 
In fact, I can say for sure that is the case as I met between 2007 and 2009 with certain characters who worked with Boch's sources. Eschatology was rarely ever far from their minds. We often hear that the end is nigh, but it never comes. At least not yet it hasn't. Are there people in officialdom preparing for or fearful of what they believe will be an eschatological event? Yes, there are. But how much of that preparation and fear is based around verifiable fact and how much revolves around belief is quite another matter. I find this to be a super interesting article. And at the bottom, of course, it says, Nick, Ref Nick Redfern works full-time as a writer, lecturer, and journalist. He writes about a wide range of unsolved mysteries, including Bigfoot, UFOs, the Loch Ness Monster, alien encounters, and government conspiracies. Nick has written 41 books, writes for Mysterious Universe, and has appeared on numerous television shows on the History Channel, National Geographic Channel, and Sci-Fi Channel. And like I said, I really enjoy a lot of Nick's work. He just seems like one of the hardest working guys in the UFO field. And I find it interesting here how he points out, and not just says this from his opinion, but really, but really documents how many people in government, in the Department of Defense even, in their military, actually believe that these non-human entities exist and that they're demonic. Which leads us to the next question. If they really believe they're demonic, why are they so incessant on trying to communicate with these things? As we've heard Tom DeLonge claim that he knows people that are in communication with aliens. They keep referring to them as aliens, but what we're seeing here is a lot of people in the military and in the intelligence field actually don't think these things are aliens at all. They think, best case scenario, they're non-human entities. Some sort of entity that exists in another dimension. Not from another planet, from another dimension. Big difference. Worst case scenario, they feel that they are some sort of demonic entity that's trying to work their way into this dimension of ours to where they can have some sort of a showdown like you see in the book of Revelations where the uh, kingdom of Satan comes against the kingdom of God that sort of thing to the point where he describes these people of being more or less obsessed with this event so you have to ask yourself, what do they know that we don't know? What have they learned through all of the millions of dollars that they've spent on this stuff? What have they found out that they're not telling us? Because remember, this goes back to even back to ATIP and before that, when Bob Bigelow's company was set up out there on Skinwalker Ranch, when they weren't just looking for UFOs, they were also trying to study all different kinds of paranormal events. And the harder you look at this stuff the more that comes out about what's been going on with the Department of Defense and with the different intelligence agencies, the more clear it is that these groups have been trying to set up some sort of communication with these non-human entities. And while they're letting the public believe that they're simply trying to contact uh, peace-loving aliens, 
what's really going on, what appears to really be going on, is these guys are playing with fire, quite literally. Because if they're actually in contact with demons, and they know that these things uh, don't have a positive agenda set up for humankind, then why would you even bother talking with them unless you're trying to trade away humanity for some sort of weapon of war or some, something that could bring you personal gain? There's really no reason for these government entities to be in contact with non-human entities. No reason whatsoever for this. This is exactly the sort of thing that should be transparent and does, dis does deserve disclosure. But if we operate from the premise that our own government, that our own military, that our own Department of Defense and our own security agencies and intelligence agencies have, if they haven't been in contact with these non-human entities, they've been trying real hard to get in contact with them. This would explain a lot of the reason why we have this constant debunking from the authorities, why we have this constant campaign to control the narrative, and why the last thing in the world that they want to do is admit to the taxpayer and to the public that they have been attempting to, or maybe have been successful in, contacting non-human entities or demons. Because who in their right mind would want their government, their military, the people that are supposed to be protecting them and looking after them, to be having conversations with non-human entities or demonic powers? That would simply be insane. Once again, the article can be found on MysteriousUniverse.org. It's from back in, I believe, November of 2016 by Nick Redford. Uh, I find it to be a very enlightening read. Now, if you like the program, stop by Anchor, become a sponsor. Uh, you can make a donation there, and that will help keep this program coming to you. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.